Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Helena Hart. Welcome back to my Master Your Magnetism podcast. I'm talking with Madeline Charles again today. She's a licensed psychotherapist and relationship coach who helps anxious and avoidant daters find secure, lasting relationships. I'm really looking forward to this topic today. Welcome, Madeline. Thank you for joining me. Hi, Helena. I always love connecting with you. I'm super happy to be here. We're broadcasting live on Bullhorn today, by the way. So hi, Tamora in the chat. I see some people joining. Feel free to let us know any questions you have about this topic or anything else, and we can get to them at the end. Today, we're going to be talking about four signs that you're about to meet the love of your life. And I imagine this could apply to any area of life, right, Madeline? So four signs your desire is about to manifest. Absolutely. Yes. These are manifesting principles you can use across the board. Amazing. And while we're waiting for some more people to join us live, I know you have a brand new free series called the Irresistible Woman series, right? Something I was a part of. Anything you want to say about that quickly? If you're listening to the replay of this, that will be the first link in the show notes. It's completely free. Yeah. So this is a free online learning interview series where I have gathered 25 of the top dating and relationship experts in the world. And we are having really candid, honest conversations about what it takes to become that irresistible woman and attract the love of your life. And so what you hear us talk about might surprise you. This is definitely not like your standard online interview series or event. This is going to be something really different. It's super value packed. Every speaker is offering a free gift. So it's like a virtual goodie bag. You can kind of collect them all deep dive and get a plethora of resources, tools, practices that are going to quickly support you to transform your love life and become the irresistible woman you really are. Perfect. So that'll be the first link in the episode notes. Like I mentioned, completely free, something I was a part of. You can get our interview that Madeline and I recorded together and that will be starting soon. So is there anything you want to say before we jump into this topic today? I am just so excited to get going. I'm really glad we did touch on the fact that this is applicable for manifesting anything that you're wanting to call into your life. So we'll talk about that broadly, but then also some specifics as it relates to dating. That is perfect. I'd love to hear where everyone's at. Are you single and looking to meet that right person for you? Or are you looking to manifest something else in a different area of your life? We always love connecting with the women in my community. So what is that first sign that your desire is about to manifest? Okay. So the first sign is that you set it and forget it in terms of your desires. So what I mean by this is that you first get really clear on what you actually want. And 
I find that many women find this challenging. And so this is your opportunity to really kind of clean the slate and say, what is my most expansive love vision? Or what is the thing that I deeply, deeply desire? What would be the fullest expression of that? Like if I wasn't holding anything back, if I didn't put any conditions on that, or I think, oh, well, at at my age or with these certain things going on, this is maybe all I can get. No, if you really let yourself go there and dream bigger, what is that thing? So getting emotionally connected to that vision and that deeper desire. And then that is kind of the set and forget it aspect in terms of you hold that desire in your heart, in your mind, you know that it's active, you know it's alive for you, you know it's a priority. And then you start taking action towards it. Inspired action, action that feels good. The caveat here though, is that as you start taking action, it's not from this super attached or grippy energy. There's not this fixation on it has to happen by this time or else. You're not getting easily discouraged. You're not getting thrown off track. You really do lock into this trust. And we'll talk more about how to develop this, but this trust that your desire coming to life is inevitable and that there is a divine timing to that process unfolding. One helpful activity that I can recommend around this first sign or this first step is that you create what's called a faith statement. So you connect in with whatever higher power or a spiritual source that you have. And it's just really kind of getting clear on maybe you write something like, I know that I'm always provided for. I know that I'm protected. I know that things are always working out for me. Whatever words feel true and right for you, but that is a statement that you can come back to over and over again when the inevitable doubt or fear creeps in, but it's like, okay, that's right. This is my North Star. This is my guiding light. This is the thing I come back to to get me back on track, to help me stay consistent with my inspired action. And then from there, you're taking the action again, but it really is that set it and forget it mentality where it's like, okay, my desire is there. I'm clear on it. I'm going to be moving towards it, but I don't need to be in this like check-in energy around it of like, is it working? Is it working? Where is it? Why is it taking so long? (laughs) I was just going to say, it's almost like a child in the backseat of a car. Like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? (laughs) It's like that inner child inside of us almost that just doesn't trust that it's all going to work out perfectly, especially if it hasn't worked out in the past. If all you've experienced up until this point is things not working out in this one area, it can be easy to think that things like that are just going to continue. So you have to kind of get out ahead of it. This is fantastic information. Is there anything else you want to say on this one? Or you want to Um, move into number two? Yeah, that's really it for the first one. So the second sign is that you are seeing everything as evidence of working in your favor. So to your point, Helena, I know it's very common for anyone listening. If you've felt discouraged, if you've had this pattern of feeling like, it's hard to really get a relationship up off the ground or things always end in rejection and heartache. It might be hard for you to break that pattern and start to see that things are working for you, but it is this shift that you get to make. And I promise it's going to clear up so much energy and so much unnecessary pressure for you. So even when things don't seem to work out on the surface, even when maybe you're connecting with a guy, you have high hopes and for whatever reason, it doesn't pan out in all of those moments where on the surface, you would be tempted to say, oh no, this means I'm off track. This means it's not working. Something's wrong. You really slow down and ask yourself, what can this teach me? What can I learn from that date that I feel like you know went awful? Or what can I learn from that guy that ghosted me? Or what can I learn from not getting that dream job I just applied for? Whatever it is. And so when you start to ask yourself, what is this teaching me? You are 
creating forward motion for yourself no matter what. And you're tapping into non-circumstantial personal power, which is huge. So it's easy to slip into that kind of victim mentality of thinking everyone else gets to have this. Why is it so hard for me? But my encouragement for you is to really challenge yourself to see how could this be in my favor? How could this be a redirection instead of a rejection? Or how could this be creating the space for something even better to come in? So with that question in mind, again, you're activating that personal power, which is highly magnetic. And it creates that unstoppable energy within you of like, nothing is going to take me off course. I can use anything that comes my way to support me and to help move me forward faster. Mm, I really like this one. So it's like every single interaction with a man or with the potential employer or whatever it is, is getting you one step closer to that dream relationship or that dream job or dream home or whatever it is that you're looking to manifest here. I think that's so great. It's so much easier to talk about this sometimes in terms of dating and relationships because it's so tangible. I always say once you meet the love of your life, once you're with your true soulmate, you'll look back and be so incredibly grateful that nothing ever worked out with the last guy that broke your heart or with any of the other people in the past. But when you're in that process or when you're deep in heartbreak, it's hard to see like one day I'm going to be so grateful and so happy and appreciative that this didn't work out. So I always say if you can embody that gratitude, that feeling of appreciation in advance when the wrong people drop out of your life, when the wrong guys show you that they're the wrong guys really quickly or however long it takes you will much more quickly attract the person that will make you realize why it never worked out with anyone else. Do you agree with that? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that concept. Yeah, I, I love that, Helena. I think that's super important just to have that perspective of like, no matter what happens, I'm going to find the gratitude. And you know, sometimes in the moment, it's hard to access. You're like, I don't really see how this could be for me. I, I'm hurt. I'm, I'm confused. I'm frustrated. And so I think it is important to say like, you're entitled to have those feelings, like move through the mm -hmm. process of whatever you're feeling around it. But I think when you hold the door open to say, but I'm willing to figure out and, and be available for how this is working out for me, even if I don't see it in the moment, I'm available for gratitude when that feeling is, you know, is going to come over me. So even just having that availability to those other emotions and perspectives will create the pathway for them to come in you know, after you process maybe the initial shock or hurt or whatever it is. Absolutely. So it's not about bypassing those feelings. You want to feel those feelings if you're heartbroken or discouraged or frustrated, disappointed, whatever it is, go ahead and let yourself feel that. And then that will much more quickly move you through those feelings on to the next best feeling, the next best thought that you can reach for from that place. So it's not about just stuffing those things down and trying to be positive. It's let yourself experience what you're experiencing and know that this is not going to be forever. You're going to be so happy one day that this did not work out with this one particular man or whatever it is, right? That's right. Absolutely. So I know that sometimes, again, it can be a little bit annoying to hear something like that if you're really in it. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, and so we acknowledge that. But it's also, I think, recognizing that like for myself and for Helena and maybe other people in your life that you've heard this message from, it's like, okay, there's, I think, a little bit of surrender around that of like, all right, so other people have been through hard stuff and they came out on the other side so grateful, like you said, that that the other things didn't work out or they can look back and see how everything was a stepping stone leading them towards that better outcome. So why would I be any different? And I think it really is then 
breaking down that illusion of separation, that there's something so uniquely flawed or like special about you that you don't get to have these other things that are available to everyone else. But the caveat is seeing the growth opportunities in everything that's happening so that you can also be that person that's like, yep, I see how it all came together. I could not have even planned that. I couldn't have anticipated how this all worked out, but I can see it now so clearly. And I'm so glad I didn't get stuck at those past points so that I was able to progress and move forward into the next best thing. So true. I can really relate to that. Like, why does it work out for everyone else, but not me? Like, I am just the person who can't quite figure out how to get that great partner that just loves and adores me. Like, it just was not in my consciousness. It was not in my world at all. And I felt like the last person in the world that this could ever happen for. So I definitely relate if you feel that way. This is so great, Madeline. Is there anything else you want to say on this one? Are we ready for number three? Yeah, I think we're ready for number three. And so that is all about... When you notice that your boundaries and your standards are raising in other areas other than the the one area that you're trying to uplift, so let's say you're trying to manifest love or career or home, whatever, and you're seeing that just across the board in other areas, the way that you are relating to yourself and to others is changing, that's a really good sign. That's a really positive indicator that your desires are coming into your life, that the love of your life is closer than you may think because I'll use this one, especially in terms of relationships. You know, relationships have a skill set a lot around boundaries, standards, communication, um, emotional intelligence, all that good stuff. And so when I see my clients, for instance, starting to have better boundaries with their non-romantic current relationships, when their standards are raising in terms of what they're willing to tolerate in their life, when they are using more effective communication, when they're able to explore their emotions in a better process so that they can move through things more quickly. Those are all really positive signs that you are filling gap skills, right? Like you might have had some gaps in your skill set. And so that might be applicable to your love life. So when you're filling those gaps with the right skills in other areas, you are laying the foundation and it's really sending that signal to yourself. And I believe the universe of okay, I'm really ready for this now because I'm putting into practice all of the things that are going to be necessary for the thing that I want. I am quite literally preparing myself in a really tangible, practical way. And so everyone can consider right now, what are those skill sets that you want to hone? What are the things that maybe haven't been working that you know you need to tweak? What are you no longer willing to tolerate? Those can be indicators of, okay, there's something here for me to clean up. And again, that's going to be paving the way for what you want to come in and for that to feel really safe and solid because you'll receive it and you'll have the capacity to really hold it and keep it. It's so true. I just think of every time I post a quote on Instagram or Facebook, maybe my YouTube channel or something, I'm trying to think of an example, something like the best gift you could ever give yourself is walking away from anyone who doesn't see your value or something like that. People will comment, this applies in all areas, not just dating and relationships. It's so true. So I'd love to hear from everyone. Or if you're listening to the replay of this, you can really think of where did you raise your standards in other areas of your life? And thinking of that as a sign that that thing that you want that just feels like it's been so elusive is about to come right in when you actually raise those standards, strengthen your boundaries in other areas, right? Yeah, totally. And I hope that everyone listening can see how these are all kind of building on each other because in order to even identify like, well, what are the skills that I want to 
level up around? Where am I lacking? What are the things that I could improve? It does require a level of self-awareness and really humbling yourself to be like, okay, if I don't yet have the thing I want, that means that there's something here for me to explore and look at. And it doesn't need to be from this pressured perfectionist place. It's just honest self-reflection, that level of personal power that we were talking about to say, actually, there's a lot within my control. Like this is really good news. There's so much that I'm capable of positively influencing and shifting. I don't just have to wait for things around me to hope that they fall into place. There's a lot I can do right now. And that gets to be really great news. It's a very empowering place to be. Oh, I like that. It's like you actually do have some control over this. It's not all just divine timing and all, you know, things falling into place. Of course, I think that's part of it, but there are some things you can do. So you can take a look. Where am I settling for less than I deserve in other areas of life? I think that that's phenomenal. Anything else on this one? Are we ready for number four? I think we'll move into number four. And so this is about you following your intuition without second guessing. So you can see that this kind of layers on everything we've been talking about. You know, we talked on the first sign is that you are taking consistent inspired action. And so now for this fourth one, it's really more about you're connected to your intuition, that inner wisdom that is influencing and and giving you guidance around like, what is that inspired action? What's that best next step for you? So I find that there's a big shift for women and being able to manifest and bring in what they want when they're able to tune into themselves. And they're like, okay, this maybe feels really out of the box or uncharacteristic or like, I can't believe that I'm kind of getting this intuitive nudge to do this or make this change, but this just feels really right. Those are the things you want to be paying attention to. And again, you're going to be able to most easily access that information internally when you're operating from that place of personal power, when you're like, you know what, everything is working for me. And so with that, huh, this is an interesting thought. That's an interesting idea. So that might look like you maybe having this idea to go somewhere totally new for the first time. And you're like, gosh, I never go to the farmer's market. But like today, that kind of sounds fun. Maybe you meet someone great there. Maybe there's something like a question that pops in your mind if you're dating someone and you're like, huh, I realized I haven't asked this yet or I want to know more about that. Okay, I never really explore this type of topic with a guy, but I want to know more about this. And that might lead to some really important information to inform what you want to do next with him. Maybe you get this intuitive hit of like, this guy I'm talking to just is not it. So maybe my inner wisdom is telling me to close that connection off when historically you would be prone to letting that play out way longer than you needed to. And Mm. so- The process then becomes how do you let go of the doubting and second guessing that is really prevalent for especially the women I work with who identify as anxious or avoidant daters. It's like letting go of the doubting and second guessing so that you can more quickly come into that place of that internal feedback loop. Like, okay, I get this intuitive hit or I have this inner knowing or something's popping up for me and then I act on it. I don't sit on it. I don't question it. I don't, you know, ask five people if that's the right thing to do. (laughs) I just, I move with it. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. I love that. I always say like the other side of that would be effort without alignment, without being in that place where you're following that inspired action, you're going to be working against yourself, right? But if you're Mm -hmm. in alignment, then you get that intuitive hit. When I say in alignment means you're feeling good. You're trusting that this is happening. You're enjoying life. You're looking for the most positive aspects of whatever situation you're in. And then something will occur to you. An idea will occur to you. And then you just go for it versus I should go to this party. I should go on this date. 
you're basically just working against yourself. I like what you said too. You can really trust yourself. You don't have to ask five people, is this the right thing to do? You just feel it in your gut. It's just this knowing of like, yes, go for it. This feels good. This would feel like fun. This would be easy. Something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I really love what you said that it's like the effort without without the inspiration behind it. I think that so many women, no matter what you're trying to bring into your life, there can be a path that's full of pressure and obligation and like, well, this is just what I think I should do, or this is how it's worked for other people. And when you're following that path, you really close yourself off to what's going to work for you specifically and taking into account your unique strengths, the things that are going to just be different. So I think we have to leave a little room for the surprise, the mystery, the like, huh, that's an interesting thought or I don't know why I'm kind of feeling pulled towards this, but why not, right? It's that non-attached, what do I have to lose? It's low stakes and I'm going to explore because when you come back to that idea, like we talked about in number two, everything is evidence working in your favor. It's like, okay, I'm going to see why I'm feeling inspired towards this right now because I trust that there's something here I'm going to find out about myself. Maybe I'm going to meet someone. There's going to be a connection that's made, but I'm willing to find out what that is because I know that it's always going to come back and serve me. So true. I just think about when I decided to go online, I woke up one day and nothing could have stopped me. It's not like this (laughs) thing I'd been planning on doing. You know, If I had tried to force myself and go through the motions, even six months prior to that, I feel like it just would have been uphill battle. It wouldn't have been as quick and as easy as it was. I just woke up, got the whole thing going in like 20 minutes. It was not perfect by any means. And I just went for it because I just felt like it. It wasn't like, well, I should do this because I haven't dated in so long. I should really put myself out there. It was just this thing that I just felt like I just wanted to do right then in that moment. And so you can kind of feel the difference there, right? Yeah, that is such a great example. I really appreciate you sharing that. I think so many women can relate to that example in particular around online dating and how it can feel like a treacherous process of like, I guess I got to, there's no other option. It's just what people uh-huh. do these days. And the same would be true of maybe a career pivot or up level you're trying to achieve if it's like, well, this is just how everyone goes about a promotion or this is how everyone, you know, makes a big change and and not necessarily. So You know, we did talk about seeing that because things work out for other people, you can also use that as evidence and not single yourself out and think that there's something off limits to you. But I think at the same time, it's understanding that you do have a unique path and you can trust your timing. You can trust the way that you go about things, even if that looks different from other people and you're kind of going against the grain or it's not what's worked for others. It's like, you know, this is what I think is going to be best for me. Like I think about with my clients and when they're wanting to get out and start meeting men, you know, they always ask me like, do I have to be online? And I'm like, listen, you don't have to do anything. You have unique strength for some women. Being online is going to work really well and feel easy and light for others. Maximizing in-person opportunities is, is going to be where it's at. And so I think that's just like one example of figuring out what's going to be your path. And even if that's the less popular or less well-known path, That doesn't mean that it's not yours to take. Yeah, I love everything you're saying. It could work in all areas. I'm thinking of so many different 
ways in my life that this happened. Like I've never even told this story before, so it might be a little jumbled, but over 10 years ago, I was at my day job, which I had been at for a long time. I knew I wanted to get out and do something else, do what I'm doing now specifically. And I received this email and I didn't even open these kinds of emails anymore. I just thought I knew it all, you know, then and I was like, just open that email. If something told me, open that email. And it was an affiliate for the coach training that I ended up going through just completely changed my life. Something told me just to open this email that I never would have normally opened. I was on the phone with Rory Ray, my mentor who trained me to be a dating and relationship coach all those years ago. Later that day, just everything started to move. I've never signed up for something so quickly. And it was the best thing I've ever done in my whole life, basically. You know, so there's just these little intuitive hits that you get versus like, okay, I need to research this. It's like, no, just trust that it's coming. And the universe or God or your source, your inner being, however you want to think about this will deliver to you exactly what you need and call you around all the resistance that you have around it just perfectly. And I think you can probably look back and see where this is working out in other areas of your life. If you think about your living situation or maybe your job or maybe your romantic partner, if things worked out well for you in that area, you can just kind of see how one thing led to another. It wasn't this thing that you had all planned out and everything went exactly according to plan, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that story. Thank you for sharing. It does remind me, I have a client that was like, you know what? I have no idea how I got signed up for your emails, but one day I was like, clearing out my junk folder and there you were. <laughs> uh -huh. And that just makes me laugh so much because it does remind me that when you're just following, huh, like this is out of my norm, but something's just telling me to do this. Why not? Like that curiosity, mm -hmm. that openness, those are really good signs that you are open and available for things to support you on your path and move you forward. So there doesn't need to be this open energy, this unguardedness, this level of trust in life and trust in yourself. Um, so good, Helena. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. So many different things like that. More in the chat said, yes, this just happened to me. Oh, I'd love to hear more about that. I just love the examples from women in my community. I was thinking about this just a week or so ago, you know, cause I met my husband 24 hours after joining the online dating site. Like I mentioned, I just got this intuitive hit to join one day. It was not perfect. I barely had anything in my profile. I just threw some pictures up there. It was not planned out. Met him 24 hours later. We were married a year later. Like everything just fell into place so perfectly with that. And I know I'm not the only one. I mean, obviously 24 hours is quick, but with my clients really tend to meet the right guy quickly within a couple months. And so I was thinking back, like, how did this all happen? I was like, you know what? I didn't go meditate on some mountaintop somewhere. I didn't do some expensive retreat with like crystals or whatever. You know, I mean, I've certainly like tried different things. And I think mainly what it was though, was I obviously got counseling and sort of worked myself into this place where I was healing from some things that I needed to heal from. And then I just felt ready one day. But from there, I was basically just living my life. I wasn't doing anything over the top because I think there's this tendency to be like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what is that missing piece? What is this thing that I'm not doing that if I just got this thing, it would all click into place? Sometimes it's literally just enjoying your life, just having fun, enjoying the moment, appreciating the most positive aspects of whatever's happening with you. And that's it. It doesn't have to be some huge moment. Sometimes it really just is letting things unfold and trusting and knowing for sure that this is going to happen for you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, Madeline. 
Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think that you honestly just kind of summarized everything we've talked about beautifully. That is kind of the set it and forget it mentality and kind of daily choice that everyone gets to have because I know it's easy to have that check in of, okay, how long has it been? Or, you know, I think I've done enough work now or <laughs> like, what can mm-hmm. I do next? Am I missing something? And I think it's also just normal that that's going to come up. And when you can kind of anticipate, okay, some part of me might want to kind of check in a little bit, it's going to help you navigate those moments much more easily and not get sucked into that. But instead be able to say, okay, some part of me is a little bit scared or a little bit impatient. And that's cool. I can come back to like we talked about like that faith statement that I created, or I can come back to looking at all the evidence of how things have worked out in the other areas of my life and how that was unexpected and synchronistic and all of that. And so it's really just kind of shifting yourself back as needed in moments of doubt. But like you, Helena, I've had many experiences of, wow, I could not have planned this better than myself. Like, you know, right place, right time, everything just kind of lined up. And when those things happen, I think across the board, people would say I was in this just kind of open, relaxed energy. Like there was this kind of positive, hopeful anticipation, but it wasn't pressured. There wasn't a sense of urgency. I didn't feel super high stakes. And so that's that kind of energetic sweet spot that you get to come from when you're taking the action. So true. I've just seen that happen over and over. Maura said she'd love to share what happened. Yeah, absolutely. Feel free to call in if you'd like or type a little bit into the chat. I absolutely love hearing examples of this. I think it's really helpful for everyone, actually. While we're waiting for her to do that, Madeline, do you want to recap these four points and then anything else you want to say on this topic? I think this is just phenomenal information. Yeah. Okay. So these four points, again, the first is to set it and forget it with your desires while taking consistent inspired action. So that again is speaking to that energetic sweet spot you want to be coming from and continually moving yourself forward. So it's not necessarily a passive process, but you are taking the consistent action. You're moving towards what feels good. You're getting clear on what you want and then acting from there. The second point is to see everything as evidence working in your favor. And that's really just a belief system that you get to adopt and you choose to come back to in moments where that feels a little shaky. And the more you embody and adopt that belief, the easier it's going to be to really anchor into that. The third point is that you will start to see your boundaries and standards rising in other areas. And that's a really great sign that the one area you're wanting to manifest or create change in is going to follow suit. And so looking at with the relationships you do have in your life or your current career or whatever is going on, there are likely opportunities for you to level up your skill set. Again, boundaries, standards, communication, all that good stuff. And so how can you work on those skills right now so that when you do bring the thing you want in, you have the ability to make that really work? So it's understanding that there's always opportunities to grow and all of it is going to be applicable and related to the thing that you want to bring in. The fourth point is to follow your intuition without second guessing. So that's what we just talked about in terms of being available for things that feel surprising or unusual or out of the norm that just feel right for you or that you're curious about, that there's going to be incredible wisdom for you in you following those steps and really minimizing the amount of time that you're in lack or doubt or second guessing. And you're going to start to see that your trust and your confidence builds the more you allow yourself to take risks and get outside the box and and follow the little nudges that are trying to get you on the path towards your desires. 
I love it. Perfect. And I actually see two people have called in. Are you okay to take a couple callers? Do we have time, Madeline? Yeah, it'd be great. Awesome. Okay. So I see Emily has called in first and then Maura, we will take you next. So hi, Emily. I just opened you up. Hey, um, first of all, I just wanted to say hi because I was coached by Madeline. I did her coaching program um, and I actually found her through your podcast, Helena. Um, and um, so hi, Madeline. Hi, Emily. I recognized your voice right away. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, that's cool. That uh, Yeah. I just, Helena, I listen to all of your podcasts and um, it's cool that I've been coached by Madeline. So I'm in a relationship I've been in for one year now. Um, I started dating him right when I started getting coached by Madeline and she helped me with those early stages and um, things are going really well. Um, we just went on all these like vacations together this summer. It's just been great. Um, he's like an amazing man. Um, I was just curious if you have any tips for like, okay, I've got like, I've, you know, got the man, like, I think after a year of dating, like every now and then things can feel a little like stagnant, like how to kind of like, I don't know, stay in my feminine energy, keep the polarity, that kind of thing. Um, this is kind of a two part thing. There's also just like, he struggles with some anxiety and depression and he is seeing a counselor and working on that. And so like, you know, it's gotten better, but I'm really working on like, it's easy for me to want to like fix it for him or counsel him. So I've been um, not doing that and just saying like, I trust you'll figure it out and saying things like that to stay kind of just in my feminine. But um, ultimately, like, he is like amazing. And we have such a great relationship. But I just wonder, like, is there a way to kind of know at some point, like, okay, like, maybe he's not right for me, because he has depression, and anxiety versus like, no one's perfect. And like, just because he has some depression, anxiety, like, I'm not just going to like, jump over to some other guy who might have some issue, like, like, just this idea that like, no one's perfect, because I can tend to kind of jump from guy to guy looking for this like perfect guy, you know, which I doesn't exist. But I know there's also this idea of having your like ideal relationship. So anyway, just kind of at the year mark, kind of wondering through these things. Oh, I love it. Madeline, do you have any thoughts on that? I know you're an expert on anxiety and dating and relationships. I know this is sort of the other side of it where the partner, the other person is experiencing something. I'd love to hear any thoughts you have on that. Yeah, Emily, it's so great to hear this update from you and congrats on that one year mark. That's a huge accomplishment, but I hear you. So I think it's important to really be honest with yourself around what are your individual needs in relationship? Like what are the things that are going to help you feel safe, secure, connected, thriving, all that good stuff. I think that you mentioned at the start of your question that like sometimes things can feel a little stagnant. And so um, it sounds like perhaps maybe a little bit of novelty or newness adventure is something that would be important for you. And so I think getting clear on like at this point, now that you guys are really established, like what are those needs? And they might look different than early dating stages. So having that checkpoint for you, I think would be a, a great start. And then it's tuning into your guy, maybe asking him the same questions of like, hey, you know, we just crossed a year. That's so great. How are you feeling about things? Like, how are you feeling about things between us? Is there anything that you individually need to support your mental health? Um, to help you be your best. Here's the things that I need individually. And here's the things that I think would feel really good for us together. And, and what do you think about that? And, and find some common ground, if possible, of like, what is he capable of? 
what would work for him, what would work for both of you. Um, but I think that this is a great chance for you to just kind of take that step back and say, okay, like let's do a kind of needs inventory here and then see where we overlap and what we can do together. Um, and I think you can also acknowledge like, listen, I understand that you've got anxiety and depression in the mix sometimes. And you could really say, I see the ways that you're working on that. You know, you're going to counseling, you're doing X, Y, and Z. And I really want to acknowledge that. And like, here's the ways that I would love to feel closer to you, or here's the ways that I would love to feel like the, a deeper level of emotional safety between us or whatever it is. So again, I think starting with that kind of needs inventory and then opening up the conversation from there. So curious how that sounds. Yeah, that that sounds great. I mean, we have definitely had some conversations like about marriage and stuff like that. Um, he's basically like six, since the six month mark um, been thinking that he wants to marry me. And so we've, um, and, and in general, like we are really vulnerable with each other, which has created a lot of closeness. I think I just sometimes I'm like, oh gosh, I wish he was like, you know, like when he gets anxious, he struggles with decision making. So I'm like, oh, I do. Maybe that's not like masculine enough because he's not like making decisions enough or something. Like I don't know, but um, in general, things are really good. And like, I just want to make sure I'm not going into some sort of like perfectionism, like expecting him to be perfect when it's like I clearly have plenty of things I still need to work on too. So, yeah, I think everything you said is really helpful. So. Yeah, I'm glad that was helpful. Any more thoughts on that, Madeline? I would just say real quick, Emily, the fact that you're even questioning, like, you know, that you have that kind of tendency for, towards perfection or looking for the perfect guy. I think that that's really insightful for you to see that. And that's where you can kind of tease out like, okay, do I have an expectation of my partner to look and act a certain way in a, you know, in a masculine way, quote unquote. And in those moments where maybe he's struggling a little bit more, you know, can I step in and support him? in a way that doesn't overextend you and cross your own boundaries or make you feel like, you know, you're far reaching. But the fact that you're even questioning that I think is saying that there might be something there for you around like the idea or the persona of what your partner is supposed to look like. And instead it's like, okay, here's who's in front of me. Am I able and willing to choose him, you know, in all of his flaws and with all of his imperfections and things that he's going through? Can I still choose this? Can I still show up for this? And do I still feel like it's meeting those needs? And so I think that you're That's right on track. Yeah, I'm so glad you called in with us today. Thank you so much. Great to hear from you. Awesome. Thank you so much for calling in, Emily. And I'll just go ahead and close you up now. I see Mora up next. Hi, Mora. Hi, Helena. How are you? Hi, Madeline. Thank you. Thank you for having this. So I just um, wanted to give you a really fantastic update. So I, I mean, Helena, you know, I've been listening to you. I don't even know how many, like maybe three years, two years, whatever. It's been a really, really long time. So Recently, I was on one with you about, I guess it was about two weeks ago, and we were talking about the different men types. And so what I did is I did take on a relationship coach in the past, like, I guess it's been about a, about three weeks. Anyway, so I got some great advice. I shut down all my old dating apps, believe it or not. And I only, I opened a brand new one with all new pictures basically rewrote my whole bio and it was it was on Facebook dating app which honestly I have been resistant to it 
but uh, three people, two, two people definitely gave me great insight into it. So I decided to do it. And about two weeks ago, I met this great man. As a matter of fact, we just had a date this morning for breakfast. He is like everything that I asked the universe that I could manifest that I really wanted. You know what I'm saying? He he just is a very sweet man. He's a gentleman and a gentleman. I'm so happy to hear that. I think just a few months ago or maybe a couple of weeks ago, I can't remember, you called in for maybe the first time and said, I'm just not meeting high quality men. And I think the expert I had on at the time say like, you know, I think the dating apps are not working for you, the ones you're on currently. And it sounds yeah. like you took that advice and just switched it up. And now you're meeting high quality men. I'm so happy to hear that. Yes. but And this man, I mean, honestly, he's exactly like, I, I just want as the previous caller said, I want a masculine man. I'm always the one who has to be controlling everything, doing everything. And I just want a man who I can be the female to. That's what I want. And share a life with that person. You know, I'm, I'm not saying like, I want to be, you know, I, I want to be taken care of, but I, I want to take care of that person too. And I'm praying that I found it. It seems like I have. He is, I mean, he's saying all the right things. He's doing all the right things. So I hope it continues. Yeah. I'd say now it's just letting the time go by. Don't get over invested. Let a few months go by. See if he stays consistent with his words and his actions. And just trust that if it doesn't work out with this guy, there's a guy that's a million times better right around the corner. And this is the new standard now for yes. how you're treated. This is the new standard for quality of men. So I'm so happy yeah. to hear that. Awesome. Yeah. Madeline, any thoughts there? Yeah, that's fantastic news. Thank you for sharing that update. And I think, you know, what we talked about on today's episode is a great framework for you to stay the course with this guy, hopefully. And like Helena said, I mean, regardless, you have the tools now to yeah. really open up and hold that higher standard. Like there's no going back from the way that you are now being treated and what you're experiencing, which is the really, really good news. Right. And also Madeline, what you said, like when you see a switch in other areas. So that did happen to me. Mm. So I left a job where I wasn't really felt that I was being valued or paid what I was worth um, at the beginning of this year. And I'm in a job where I am valued. I am paid what I'm worth. Um, you know, and also too, you said, do things for yourself. That's exactly what I focused on this year, really taking care of Mora, doing things that I really like to do and expressing that, like I expressed that to this man, look, I, I want to be able to travel with you, do things with you, you know, dance, go to live concerts. These are the things that I like to do. Can, will you do them with me? And he said, yeah, that's what I love to do too. I, I love to be active and, you know, doing things together. So like I said, I think what you said resonated with me, Madeline. And yeah, if you make incremental changes in your life, you're right. And you really like affirm what you like. 
out and say those affirmations that this is what I deserve, it does really work. Uh, I believe I'm living proof of it. I love that so much. Amazing, right? Yeah. Yes. So, so awesome. Thank you both. You're so welcome. Thank you for calling in. I'll go ahead and close you up now and I will be back in a few weeks. I would love to hear your updates. So everyone, please keep me posted. Donna in the chat says, sounds just like my new guy. I finally get to be the girl in the relationship. Yes, absolutely. Anything else you want to say on that, Madeline? It's so great just to hear these examples, right? I mean, I'm loving this. <laughs> it's so cool. It's really great to interact with you guys live and to hear how the things we're talking about on this episode, and I'm sure, you know, with everything that Helena puts out here, that when you put it into practice, you do see the results. So thank you so much for sharing. This has been really fun. Yes, I could have sworn I said this was going to be live today, but you didn't even know it was going to be live. And so (laughs) thank you for being open to taking questions and callers. I know you might not have been prepared for that, but this was fantastic. We recap the four points, right? I'd love to hear anything else you have to say about your totally free Irresistible Woman series, something I was a part of. If you're listening to the replay, that will be the first link in the episode notes. Anything else you want to say on that, Madeline? Yeah, I would just say that if you are enjoying, you know, if you love Helena's approach to love and dating and relationships, if you enjoy what we talked about today, this is just like a little tidbit of what you can expect in the Irresistible Woman series. Again, it's a totally free expert interview series with over 25 top dating relationship experts from around the world. We are going deep. This is not surface level gamey tactics. You can expect the real deal, practical tools and practices that are going to support you to significantly shift your love life, help you become more of a secure dater and ultimately attract the right guy and make it last. So we would absolutely love to see you in there. Again, you get a free virtual goodie bag of 25 plus really valuable gifts. So we'd love to connect with you further over there. Absolutely. 100% free, no strings attached whatsoever. I highly recommend checking that out. And there'll be lots of free gifts and other expert interviews and so much great stuff for you. So again, that's in the episode notes right now. And I'm also going to include a link to download the Bullhorn podcast app. If you're listening to the replay of this and you'd like to join me for my live broadcasts, like I mentioned, I go live every other week. And again, totally free. So much fun. I love connecting with my community over there. You're very welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining in the chat. Madeline, any last words of wisdom before we close out today? I just want to say that I know it can be easy to be discouraged when there feels like a gap between where you are and the thing that you want. And I hope that we talked about today supports you to realize that you have so much power and influence and control over closing that gap. It's so much about how you think, how you feel, the actions that you're taking and having fun along the way from a non-attached open energy. And so when you implement the things we talked about, I know that you are going to quickly be on the path to attracting all you desire. Amazing. Yes. Emily says the series is always great. I totally agree. I had so much fun being a part of it. I just love being able to offer things like this totally free for the women in my community. So have a great weekend, everybody. Madeline, thank you so much again. I hope we can do this again soon. I love everything you shared today. This was so much fun. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Helena. Bye, everybody. See you next time.
The biggest mistake women make when a man is hot and cold, acting distant or pulling away is something called a connection barrier, and it only pushes him further away. If you'd like to read about what a connection barrier is so you don't accidentally make it, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.